the great man himself, uh, Dean Watling. He joins us on the line. Hello to you, Dino. Morning, Milo. Hey, uh, this is our weekend snapshot, and uh, we've lost the stinger this week, but that's okay. Um, uh, mate, well, you and I aligned on a couple here a few weeks ago at the surround, and we said uh, there's going to be two horses that you need to back in the surround and take the overs, and one of them will be winning, and it's sort of shaped up that way. Yeah, it has. The uh, two horses we speak of are learning to fly and Tiz Invincible, who both probably gave us a glimpse of their quality back at the trials prior to their first up running the light fingers. Learning the fires uh, run there was exceptional, where Tiz Invincible probably a little bit disappointing, but I think we don't sack one horse off one poor run. So um, it's a great clash on the weekend. I think it's the race of the day, easily at Randwick, and on the pick of the two group one, this is the one I'm more keen to sort of watch and bet into. Um, fascinating to see what they do. The, the barriers have been very favourable for them, which you don't often get with futures players, Milo. You normally draw the car park where something goes wrong, but I can't wait to look at the race. And it was probably one of the better races I've dissected in the last couple of weeks. Let's start at the top, though. We got a race number one. It's a midway BM72 over 1,100 metres. And uh, I've got very few rules in my life and very few morals, uh, Dino. Uh, but one of my one of my rules is that you don't bet in the midways or highways, so it's a no run from me. What are you like? Yeah, I think it's a tricky addition this week. A couple of nice horses, Vindication, Angel Fund, uh, Martial Music, so no no run for me as well. Uh, let's go to race number two over the twelve hundred, the BM eighty eight. Our Kobe Sun short enough in the market draws inside with J Mac. It opened about a dollar eighty out to a dollar ninety five. Um, um, Pirelli, or however you say it, for James Cummings and the team. Tim Tookie's in there as well. Um, look, this I don't think this is clear-cut as our Kobe son. That Pirelli is probably half a sniff, but I'm just not sure if I want to bet into the race. Yeah, I think the small field plays into the hands of our Kobe son. I think it leads up from gate one and probably controls the race. Tim Tookie's probably a little bit dictated to by that setup. Uh, she scratched out of Melbourne, so she's going to go to Sydney. Uh, the query Pirelli, all the best forms down in Melbourne. Um, her form in Sydney's fine, but I'd suggest she's a better horse down there. I think she probably gets the gun run. And the one I probably want to be against is the two, Moravia. That three-year-old form's just not stacking up. This is the benchmark 88, so it's a bit of a drop in form. And if that horse can't perform, um, I'm very worried. But I think Dow Kobe Sun will prove too hard to beat. And I doubt the market takes it on. Um, J-Mac in the saddle, gate one, gets the perfect setup. I'll follow you in there. we got to race number three, uh, the highway. No run from me. Yep, one of the better highways you'll find. And no bets. I think the favourite, once again, my girl's a really nice horse, but this is a proper highway. So um, I'm keen to watch, but not keen to bet. Now, before we get stuck into the next few of these races, we do have some shorties up there today, including this one. Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see how we go about it and attack it. But Stormboy is a $1.26.28 with Dabble at the moment. Our Oddenson uh, 21 Pross is around about the $8 mark or something. So, like... <laughs> What what do you? It's just a popcorn race. This becomes, doesn't it? We just sit back, grab the popcorn, wait and see, don't we? Yeah, I think you summed it up well. Um, it's called the Skyline, but it could be called the Popcorn Race. This is the first and last time we'll see Stormboy prior to the Golden Slipper, so can't wait to see what he does. Adrian Bot suggested he improves off his Magic Millions runs, which is scary. I tried my best to find a little bit of a place bet or something to bet into this race, Molly, but I couldn't. So. I'm going to be sitting back to the couch with you enjoying uh, a bucket of popcorn. Let's go to race number five. Wide open here, sort of close enough to $3 a field. Redstone well, of course, for James McDonald and Anna Nisham. Uh, is Louisville some hope, though? 
Oh, I thought, I know it's, the, the gate's probably not ideal, but I thought Louisville might be some hope. It seems to be between those two. Yeah, I think the only query with Louisville would be if it actually runs. Waller has a, tends to have a rule that you draw that wide, they normally scratch and wait for another day. I think it is a hope. Gets a good weight swing. I was against Redstone World last start, staying at 1,600 metres. I was desperate for it to get to 2,000. So I'm back on the ship there. But the Logan Street line, floating, miracle spin, I don't think there's much between those. And you're asked to take a pretty short price about Redstone World. So it's on top, but no real confidence there in race five. Uh, let's go to race number six on the card for the weekend snapshot. It's the Sweet Embrace. It's been all about Manal uh, for Michael Friedman. Look, Castagna's had some support. Um, and then you've got some horses down the bottom like Wavebreaker and Extreme Diva that I think are sort of almost borderline unknown. It, it, it seems to be Manal's race um, to lose. It does. Uh, I think early on in the week, we had Manal and Castagna probably even in the market in the futures. But then you look at the gate, Manal, Barry 6, Castagna gate 14, and the market's gravitated towards that. She should land probably three pairs back on the outside, Manal, and get every possible chance. She was terrific first up in the win and behind Ladies Camelot, who should have arguably gone on to win um, a blue diamond. So that reads really well. Michael Fregan's second half, great start. Good speed here. I think she is the best bet of the day. Uh, the knock on Castagna is what do you do with the gate? You roll forward, probably not. Also having a third start, you got to go back. Can you spot Manal three, four lengths in the run and run over the top? I doubt it. And then outside of that, then you can punch holes in the rest of them. So I'm really keen race six, number one. Manal would have liked a little bit more. I'm not sure we'll get it. Um, but yeah, she looks hard to beat. Then we go to race number seven uh, over the 1600, the very elegant stakes. Um, fangirl around a dollar forty. Um, we've got think it over in here at close enough to ten dollars. I'm not sure whether or not just finds around the eight or nine dollar mark. Lindemann probably should be shorter than what it is. That seems to be the one that's maybe over the odds. Should have finished closer uh, in its last start, in my opinion, with Lindemann. But is it one of those days where you just take Stormboy into Manal into Fangirl and and then watch and then sit back and watch all three? Yeah, it seems it seems easy enough, but I always find when it's too easy, like a straight A's to yesterday, something's going to go wrong. I one of my goal rules in punting when taking the shorts about a horse, um, I well they must have tactical speed and be able to put themselves into the race. Fangirl can't do that; she's going to go back to last. She should win the race, so I think they don't have to be trying to suggest that. But where can we find a bet? I think the two bets in the race for me: think it over, second up, he'll improve a stack off that first up run. He's going to be one one leaders back possibly. Um, around two dollars a place. I thought he could be a bet, and good to see you watching replays. Look, Lindemann's run first up was superb. He should get run on the race as well. And around two dollars fifty, I'd much prefer to play both those to place than Fangirl to win at about a dollar forty. But if you like the multis, Milo, I can't turn you out of it because you should just turn up and win that race. That's the only thing I do do is replays. I'm not the data guy. <laughs> That's Haylock. <laughs> <laughs> what was the quote? You... I've looked at the data. Yeah, I've looked at the data. Hey, it, I, make that up like a oh, yeah, I've looked at the data. Now, I, I just put Stormboy, Manal, and Fangirl all together up on my double. We're doing this live. This is what we do. Um, $4.20. That's pretty juicy. Th- that'll do, mate. That is pretty juicy. That'll do, mate. I think they should all win, and you think they should all win, and that's even more to the point because you're an absolute jet. Let's go to race number eight, right? Now, Look, full disclosure, and for those that watch this show, we told you weeks ago, for those that listen to SE and track, but we're bullish on taking the overs here. It was around six fifty sevens and about eight, nine dollars, even if you got earlier, on these two horses, learning to fly and tis invincible. I even went again on my dabble 
um, when we're jumped on this show on the future market when they first came out and took the 450. It's gone out to 650, but that happens. So I went again. I'm still backing these two um, until my backside hurts. Yeah, I agree. It's a great race, um, but I think the more you dissect it, you can figure out which horses are probably here to win and which sort of can't. Tropical Squall will lead them up. The biggest thing here, Milo, is the speed map. There's not a lot of speed, so Tropical Squall will lead up. Uh, trials have been good, but I suggest she's going to need sort of 16 or 2,000 this preparation. Zardozzi's going to go back. Kia Mochi's going to have the gun run, but Gary Porto suggested she was prepped up to win first up at the grand final, so... I doubt there's any sort of improvement. Learning to fly in Tiz Invincible, they're going to get the run of the race. Um, they both drew wide first up. So I think they're here to win. Um, they've got the right setup, got the right draws, and I think they're incredibly hard to beat. Of the rest, I can make a case for Macarena possibly, but Gate 13 scares me. And I think the loser of the race is after Glamour with the speed map. It's going to go back to near last, no real tempo. She's going to have to be. Terrific to run over the top. So I am really happy to have a Tommy two-bet play on the four, learning to fly, and five, Tiz Invincible. I think Tiz Invincible has to firm. I know first up was poor, but went back, sort of shuffled along, was okay to the line. But her trials prior to that were too good to suggest we've got to jump off this time in. Mate, it's one of my favourite horses, but um, we've got the futures. For those that don't, I'm just going back to four and five and um, and cheering both home. Race number nine, big scratching here for Alentia. Super unlucky last start, Dino, um, and probably should have won. And I was going to make this close enough to the best of the day there. And now it's scratched. It's thrown this race completely on its head. We've had texts in Cooper from Melbourne and a few other people have chimed in. But this scratching's huge. Yes, it is. And I think there'll be another scratching potentially as well. The six Osbred flirts down to run in the Midway Championship heat at Newcastle on Saturday as well. So... That will be fascinating. I can't bet into the race yet purely for that. If Osbred Flirt does come out, Hinge looks a really good bet and it would be fitting. I think the ownership group of Hinge were in very elegant. So it reads like an omen bet that she'll lob on the day that we have the very elegant stakes. Um, I'm going to wait and see, see what the market looks like, see what the race looks like at 9am on Saturday. But if I had to bet now, I think Osbred Flirt looks really well set up. But similar to you, Milo, I woke up in a little bit grumpy mood this morning to see Alentia come out after I chimed in all in. Yeah, um, Hinge should probably have to be it. Don't rule out more secrets fresh either. Mm. That's a horse that loves to go fresh, especially if Osbred Flirt comes out. Uh, more secrets, big hope. Uh, race 10, um, th- this is where I did want to have a play. I want your thoughts on a horse here called Acquitted at $18 uh, for Chris Lees and Dylan Gibbons. I think this horse has done enough. I was smelling an upset in the last, I know Kovalika, Democracy Manifest, um, Golden Mile are all very good horses, as is Cold Crusher, but, geez, I thought Acquitted was overs. It's a good race. I think the biggest thing for your setup for Acquitted is the speed. There's plenty of speed on paper. Gate 8, uh, you'd probably be a little bit concerned, but you look at speed, mate, that's going to be absolutely perfect. You could probably sit off this hot speed, charge over the top. That could be the place to be. Rail True, Ramwick, they often run on. So I can't turn you out of that at all, Milo. I thought Winchat was extremely unders in this race. Comes out of two races where it's dictated the speed in small fields. Now gets a race, high-pressure gate 13. It has to drift, which means I probably want to bet in the race. I think you can have two-bet play again. Cold Crusher um, was terrific first up behind King of Sparta. Stripped Vida should roll across and be hard to beat. And Kovalika keeps the blinkers on first up. I put up Cardiac Arrhythmia. Uh, which I did this morning after Lentia come out, but it's trialled up well, and Waller often gets his stayers or horses like that to run well fresh with the blinkers on. Yeah, I, I, the only thing that turned me away from Kovalika is I think Kovalika's way better over a trip and the first up record, but 
if you ask me to pick mm. a horse to take out of the race, it'd nearly be yeah. the one I'd want. Yes, please. Yeah, onto a Doncaster too. So interesting. Yeah, he, get, he has a good knack to get these horses. We saw uh, Riff Rocket last week. We saw Fangirl. Uh, Waller can get these horses to really fire first up, and they maybe have that little lull run second up, and then Rocket again third up. Hey, um, just quickly, uh, uh, best bets at Rose Hill, and then I want your quick thoughts if you got a, or a best bet in Melbourne at Rose yep, Hill. Best bet, Ramwick. Yeah, uh, best. Best bet at Randwick, six number one, Manal. Uh, I think she picks herself. Perfect setup. Uh, looks extremely hard to beat. I thought Melbourne was tricky enough. Um, I wanted to sort of be against Ruth Rocket in the Guineas. I thought the bet in the race was King Colorado and V8, who probably represent a little bit more value. So they're probably my best down there, but I found it really tricky. Good meeting, Flemington. Just hard betting wise. Uh, and anything in Melbourne? No, that's about it. They're the two down in Melbourne. I thought Estriella was probably the pick in the English yes. sprint as well. Yep. But, um, yeah, good meeting. Uh, can't wait to watch you on the weekend. Dino, appreciate your time as always, my friend. Always. Cheers, mate.